Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A version of the Winter Olympics is coming in Beijing, short of fans, but it's still the Winter Olympics. Uh, The Gopher women's hockey team made a huge statement against Wisconsin over the weekend, beating the number one Badgers twice. Let's talk to Natalie Darwitz about both because she knows Olympics and she knows uh, as an assistant coach what happened over the weekend. Natalie, good to visit with you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Let me start with Winter Olympics. What is it like right now when, you know, first of all, what were you, what was your first time? Did, did you know you'd make the team out? I, I don't remember how it all how it all went down for you. Yeah, first time, you know, you uh, the team selected late summer, and then, you know, you dwindle down to their roster size end of January, early, um, end of December, early January. So then from there, it's just stay healthy, don't get injured, <laughs> get to the Olympics, and, and let's play. So right now they go to California, I think, first, then over to Beijing. Uh, what is this time period like for an Olympian when you're, when you're, you're finally there, especially maybe that first time, and you're finally going to get to wear it you know, on an international stage? What is that like as you approach the Games? It's super exciting time right now. They're, they're out in L.A., and they're going through what's called processing. That's where you kind of go through the meetings, get all your apparel, um, credentials, stuff like that, so that when you land over in Beijing, um, you have everything ready to go, and you just head on over to the athlete's village. And then it's about, you know, getting settled in and getting acclimated and into a routine. And, and then you just are antsy for games to start. Now, I know it might be different now because of COVID, but what was athlete's village like? I mean, it was fun. It's just where you saw most of the other athletes. And for us, it was really cool because that's when the NHL NHLers were in the Olympics, all three. So I was lucky. So you'd see them and just meet other athletes and um, you know, it's just your place to, to call home for the next three weeks. And, um, you can make it what you want it to. You could be as social as you want, or you could, uh, hold up and, and bear down and, and get ready for your games. Kind of a dorm room setting. Is that what it is? And then, and then, and then a lot of common area. Yeah, we had a mixture and, and all three of my Olympics, it was a mixture. Salt Lake was more of a dorm setting. Italy and, um, Canada were more apartment style. 
Um, yep. So that was kind of nice. Well, Salt Lake was when Herb Brooks came back to try to reestablish the magic and almost did, Canada, and people forget some of these things. But but do you remember watching him? Did, did, did you have an impression of him? Now you're coaching. Did, did, you, did you take anything from him? Oh, absolutely. I mean, how, how cool is that? That Obviously, uh, you grew up with him being <clears throat> Minnesotan and then obviously knew the miracle on ice and then he's basically back doing it over again and, and came up came up just short um we both lost to the canadians and um just you know i think him being in olympic village and seeing us minnesotans he kind of gave us extra love like me and chrissy and stuff like that so it was just cool to to have that familiarity and um he's just a tremendous tremendous person so like what would you have seen from him that you implement into your coaching well, I know. I think. He, I think. Obviously, if people just watch the movie, they think he was a tough guy, but yeah. he really loved his players and cared for them and wanted the, the most for them. And I think any coach can relate to that. He just had a style that, you know, maybe it was a little rough around the edges, but it got it. It worked, and it got the job got done. Um, now nowadays, I don't know if you can coach like that and get away with it at any level. Yeah. And, and, and um, actually, in Salt Lake, he really. I mean, he, he dialed it back because it was NHL players, right? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. There's not much, especially with NHL players. He wasn't coaching amateurs like he was in '80. It was a completely different experience where he's coaching guys that probably think they know it all already, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just facilitating it. But he probably still had their heads turned because of who he was. Yep. And they still probably listen pretty good. Natalie Darwitz is our guest. Uh, you know, you, you became head coach at uh, my alma mater, Hamlin, and, and you took them to places they had never been before. What was that experience like for you? I had a tremendous time at Hamlin. Uh, just to look back at our my six years there, we started at the bottom, and and in two years we <clears throat> went to a playoffs, and then a year later a Frozen Four and backed mm-hmm. it up again with a national championship game and just came up short. But you know everything from tree or rink to you know building a program really from the ground up um, was a whole lot of fun. So I really enjoyed my time there and the people that I came across. And it was a tough decision this summer when <clears throat> the U came calling and. Um, Jake and I, my assistant at Hamlin, both went over to the U. So it was it was a tough decision, uh, but I just felt, you know, for me to grow and, and hopefully be a Division One head coach one day, that was a step I needed to take. What what did you get out of being a head coach? You know, there are certain things that you can only experience if you're, if you're the person in charge. What did you get out of that? How, how did you? And you'd been a head coach before, just not at the college level, but at Lakeville, obviously, you had great success as well. Yeah, I mean, I think the best experience is having experience and uh, certainly running, you know, that program over there and um, getting in the getting my feet wet in recruiting and just getting connected back into state high school hockey and getting to know other coaches and, and really having a say of what direction and what players you want your, your program to go was just a whole lot of fun. So I take that last six years at Hamlin as a major, major stepping stone for me and professionally. Um, not only that, it, it's helping me thrive right now with the Gophers and same with Jake. And, you know, we're, as you mentioned, had a, had a big sweep last weekend against Wisconsin. And so we're not changing who we are as people. We're just bringing that to the next level, which so, is a lot of fun. And you get to the next level. And obviously, you know, it's, uh, you, you know what that next level is because you've played it. Uh, but, but how is it different to be an assistant coach in Division One versus a head coach in Division Three? Um, you know, obviously, um, not, I don't have the final say, um, yep. but, you know, hopefully I can make a huge impact and, and I'm making a huge impact on the players and uh, I still do a fair amount of X's and O's and, and decision making. Um, but at the same time, you know, now I have a boss where I was the boss 
uh, the last couple of years. So there's a little bit of an adjustment, but I don't think I've, I'm changing because of my, I guess, my job title. Uh, from a head to assistant, I'm, I'm being who I am and continuing to coach the way I, I know how to coach and recruit the way I know how to recruit. Natalie Darwitz is our guest. What coach brought out the best in you? Who did you relate to the most of all the coaches you played for? Oh, goodness. Well, i got to give my dad a shout-out because yep. he's my dad. Yep. <laughs> um, and you and know, that's where it all started. It wasn't far, far from the tree. So, yeah. you know, he, he you know molded me pretty well. But um, I was really lucky. My high school coach was a guy named Merlin Ravendall, and, and he was hard-nosed but cared about us immensely. So, you know, there's times where he's just said, are you doing your best? And, and it got me going. Um, but I knew he was doing it because he cared about me. And then, uh, obviously – I thought Mark Johnson from Wisconsin was our 2010 Olympic coach. He was a tremendous coach. Just someone with a calm demeanor um, that he didn't have to say a whole lot, that he just wanted to go through the boards with. Are you, are you allowed to like Mark now that he's a Badger, or how does that work? <laughs> it, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to, but yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I, I respect him immensely. I think he's a great, a great coach. He's done a whole lot for the women's hockey game. Um, so I think he's a a tremendous mentor and a role model for me to look up to. Yeah, he's really found a home there that he's stuck with. And of course, had great success there. But I think about Herb Brooks again and Badger Bob didn't always get along so well back in the in, <laughs> as the stories go, right? Now, now when, when you talk about developing a player, whether it's at Hamlin or the University of Minnesota, what's more difficult, to teach them the game or to get to know them so well that you know what buttons to push to motivate them and so that they know you care about them? Which is which is easier, which is more difficult, and why? I think the X's and O's is, is pretty cut and dry. Um, to me, it's – can you, you – you have – you know, from a forward standpoint, we have 11 forwards on our team right now. you got to get to know each and every personality, what makes them tick. You know, if I go up to Taylor Heisey and I say, hey, you don't have a goal yet today, who's our leading scorer and probably the best player in the nation, I can guarantee you the next shift she's going to go out and probably have a goal. <laughs> All you have to do is you know? mention it, huh? Yeah. So, you know, just to find out how to make those players tick because not every one player is the same. Sidney Crosby's not the same as uh, Kaprizov. You know, so you got to just know their personality. And I think teaching the game, the X's and O's and where to be, that's the easy part. The hard part is what, what makes them tick? Why do they want to be successful? Maybe how do you, maybe analogies. I don't know. You, storytelling would help them. So I think you just got to get to know the player. I think that's really special. And, uh, when you finally figure out that trigger, it just, it, uh, it's fun to watch it go then. Is trust the most important thing? They 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 got to believe that what you're saying is going to work and that you care about them. I mean, is that the one word that keeps coming back? Yeah, I think you know trust is a huge thing. Number one, uh, number two, that they feel not in any particular order here, but number two, that they feel valued and cared for. Um, I know those are buzzwords these days, but it's true. I, I feel the same as a coach with my my assistants or other coaches. Um, you got to feel valued and. And that you, you can be put on the ice and that they have, we have confidence that they can go do a good job and have some fun doing it too. Do you, do you, does it help to know who they are as a person a lot? Uh, or, or, you know, you know, how much do you want to know about them? Do you want to know everything? Do you want to know a little bit about them? What do you want to know? Well, yeah, I think obviously there's a, I think a balance you got to draw there. I don't think we need to know their favorite color. <laughs> yeah. What their favorite meal is, but. I think competitively, what their personality is like, what drives them, what's their why, um, and different situations of how to coach them, whether that's 
um, you know, going to be a little hard on them and call them out, or you got to be a little softer with them and, and, you know, put your arm around their shoulder and say, you can do this. So like, um, for, like for the Gophers, let's say, uh, w- would the why for a lot of them be, do, do they, obviously there's no, no real, um, there's professional league, the Whitecaps, whatnot, but not where you're going to make a lot of money in, in the NHL and all those things. Is the why the Olympics or for most of them, is it something else? Well, I think the why for a majority of our team is to be the best players they can and help this program win a national championship. So that's, I think, our why of our team. There are probably three or four of our players that can move on and have that Olympic dream. Um, so th- those are probably our top kids, and their why, it's, it's pretty clear. Like, they go. They're your most intense athlete. Um, but I think for the for the team aspect is, you know, how do I get the most playing time? How do I help out this team? How do I help win a game? And then can we win some championships? Natalie Darwitz is our guest. What about when you have that high-end player who can't figure out why the rest of them don't want to work as hard as they do? How, how do you counsel <laughs> them through that? You know, that, that's a difficult thing, right? Because, because they're setting a great example, and yet sometimes they're frustrated because they just don't get why people don't want to get there early and stay late and all those things. How, how do you manage that person? Well, you know, I'll, I'll point out specifically uh, Taylor Heisey again. She's, she's wired that way. She's, she's on the ice early. She's late. She's shooting pucks. And one of the coolest things about her is she's bringing her teammates along with her. Mm-hmm. The ones who maybe don't want to do the work she's doing, she's, hey, come on out with me. They make it, she makes it fun. Um, I think that's what it's all about. If, if she, it's kind of like a Michael Jordan thing when he said in the last dance, hey, I know some of you do. I dragged my teammates along with me to get where we had to go. I think she's really similar to that. And, and um, you have to be good to get them to come to go, right? I mean, you, you have you have to put up some numbers before they'll you know they'll go with you, right? Exactly. And, and she's a product of her actions, and 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 her teammates are are following her footsteps and want to be like her and want to do that. And and she gives them confidence in doing it too. Um, so I, that's what I would say to to that. If you don't have a teammate that doesn't want to do it. Sometimes they're going to put themselves into a corner when the rest of the team is doing it. And, and right now, one of the coolest things about our team is a good majority of our team is, is wanting it. And uh, you're seeing that product on the ice and how we're playing, obviously, beating Wisconsin last week. And we have a big weekend coming up against Ohio State, which is another test. Uh, to see yeah, former gopher coaching, yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? We got uh, Nadine on the head coach, and Emily West is an assistant coach. Yep. She plays for the Gophers, too. So. Um, obviously the Gophers turning over a lot of, uh, a lot of good graduates into coaches and, and into the hockey world. Last question for you, Natalie. What's it like when you do win and, and you're sitting there and you got the medal? Do, do you feel, uh, at the Winter Olympics, do, do, do you feel, um, a, a real sense of patriotism and that you did this for the country or is it more about your teammates? Cause you know, the process you've been through, what does that feel like? I, all the way above. I mean, you know, I think personally it's a, um, I got to the highest level possible. Um, you know, we accomplished something. And then obviously there's great pride that you're one of, you know, 20 something players representing your country in the sport of ice hockey. Yep. Um, and I, I tell you what, I, I've been fortunate to travel to a lot of different countries. And I'm always like, when I'm over, when I'm over another country, I'm like, I am so glad I'm from the U.S. Huh. And it puts it in perspective how, privileged and blessed we are to to be in this great nation so 
I think anytime a player throws on that USA over their chest and, and, and they go to other countries and experience how they have it, I just it, it makes you more fortunate and makes you more privileged to play harder for that for that team. That's a great point. Great one to end on. Natalie, I, I hope I get to see you soon. COVID restrictions, you never <laughs> know. But, but, but I sure enjoy visiting with you again. Thank you for giving us some time. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. Natalie Darwitz, nice enough to join us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.